if there's a fair bit of chance for men to climb the ladder, then only the most disagreeable of them become violent. But as you crank down on the opportunities so that the competition gets more and more intense, the level of disagreeableness that it takes in order to catalyze aggression starts, the level of disagreeableness that it takes to catalyze aggression starts to decrease until if it gets so intense that there's no possibility for status, then the whole bloody society is going to flip over because the guys at the bottom who are like all the guys are going to decide that this is a stupid game and they'd rather flip the board over and, you know, set the markers to zero and see how they come up in the new society. So it's possible that one of the things that motivates revolutions in human society is excessive inequality. And the reason that that's a problem is because it's so tightly linked to the reproductive opportunity. So. My friends, welcome to the Shipke Shear podcast. We're here. We talk about people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, the one and only Austin Creed. Ladies and gentlemen, this is kind of a tough topic to talk about today. You heard the Jordan Peterson clip. I have a whole lot of respect for that man, by the way. Very knowledgeable. Very knowledgeable, very informed, very articulate. I have very high respect for him. But he brings up a very interesting point. So, my friends, before the show every day, I wake up, I get my routine going, and I usually will listen to something of substance because I want to get my brain moving as fast as possible. And then it dawned, it, it dawned on me, my friends. I realized something. I, like, if you listen to the intro, I talk about people, politics, and popular culture, but I realized something. I don't talk too much about people, and I know I've brought this up before, but I don't usually bring up people as much as I arguably should. Thus, I really want to talk about why young men are dropping out of society and who is to blame for this. Now, I have my own theories, of course. But my friends, when I look at the I look at the uh violence in society, I look at the fact that men are dropping out of society at a record rate, women are succeeding. And when I say men, I don't just mean men that look like me. I mean men of all backgrounds. Especially white men, but in general, men are just dropping out. And I wanted to find some raw, authentic reasons for why this was happening. So, my friends, I decided to go and do some research, and this is what I found. There was a, there's an article here in the Washington Post, I'm sorry, in the New York Post, that uses the stories of real people, and I want to read them for you. All right, but to let your voice be heard, uh, you could check out and at the beginning and the end of every video that I do now, I'm going to be showing, kind of plugging my own stuff. Everybody does it, but you can find me on Twitter at sheepkishered, and you can answer these questions for yourself if you want, or leave it in the comment section of the video. Because here's here's the first story. You ready for this? Here it is. I'll I'll read it for you. Says, I'm a 58 year old farm born and raised U.S. Air Force veteran. Ah, look at that. A man chose the right branch of the military. In your column, he's talking to the author of this column, 
you say the moon landing 50 years ago was one of the greatest triumphs in of humanity, unless you also recall the opinions expressed by the media last week. Again, I don't know when this was written. I think this was back in 2019. For example, the Washington Post tweeted, the culture that put men on the moon was intense, fun, and family unfriendly and mostly white and male. Okay. They weren't alone as the New York Times and the UK Guardian echoed the same sentiment. The moon landing was, to paraphrase, racist. And then you write an opinion piece asking why young white men are so angry. Where do young men get the chance to do something they can be proud of? The DNA of men is to do stuff, to build things, and to put themselves to the test. These days, the majority of students in college are women, and the men who do attend are subject to crap classes such as women's studies. Oh, oh, this man going off. Other courses are designed to kill their souls, jeez, and re-educate their brains to default to a sense of guilt because everything done by white men, Columbus, Washington, Robert E. Lee, etc., were evil. Mmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. This dude ain't holding back. I like this guy. Today's cure for letting boys be boys is to medicate them instead of redirecting their energy. This culture and society made boys and young men the enemy. Wow. Look at this. This guy's a 58-year-old man, and he sees this, by the way. This does not excuse the actions of those who fall prey to evil thoughts and act upon them. But asking young men, to, but asking why young men perform the heinous acts. They don't know how to grow up to become men of honor. Wow. And this is by a guy named Tom in Iowa. There's more. Here's the next one. I am scared of our society. I'm a 61-year-old PhD social scientist, a third-generation teacher, a teacher who works with B with BD behavioral development special ed students. I they say they don't have all the answers, and this isn't a bumper sticker solution. Okay, gives a good. Okay, here's here's what he says. What does he say? I've served as a union steward, protecting females and people of color. I have witnessed individuals from both minority groups being bullied, harassed, mistreated, and subject to the Me Too movement. Okay, we have programs and official action to combat these in these injustices. I've spent my career in service to providing equal opportunity for people, but he says I can see and feel and feel resentment now for men. Really, this is interesting. What does he say? What else does he say? There's a pushback. Ninety-nine point nine percent are subject are simply expressing frustration, but a small percentage will lash out. Now, keep in mind this is written by a social scientist, a PhD at that. Let's continue. I cannot speak further to the all the garlic festival incident back in 2019. Those of you who didn't know, uh, if he says if white males feel excluded from society, would they seek out groups that historically defend or champion uh, race racial supremacy? Uh, I don't think that. I still think that's a shadow on the wall. I don't think that that's actually. I think that's just a good boogeyman. But let's let's keep going. The shooter hadn't demonstrated any childhood behavior to suggest a violent nature. He seems relatively calm and decent. Something changed all of a sudden. You know, I don't buy this. I don't I don't buy the all of a sudden stuff. No, 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 no. I think people's minds can be poisoned 100%. But I do not think that this is the majority. Let's keep going. It says, 
This scares me. The shooter shot uh, soft, okay, soft targets. Uh, oh, look. He's, see, he points out that it's not just, quote, white men who are doing it. He brings up a uh, Japanese gentleman. Okay. So that was a guy named Scott from Hawaii. All right. Here's another one. It says, why are we so angry? Let me share my story. Oh, this will be, this will be a good one. What else? He, what does he say? I work a corporate job that routinely demands 70 plus hours a week. I barely have time to think, much less take care of myself mentally and physically. I am so burned out, I can barely handle myself. And he says that he's 43. I am consistently told how I am wrong at work. I am seeing on the internet that white men are, quote, toxic, and it is an all-over popular culture. That is true. He says, I am a Democrat, and frankly, the anti-white rhetoric has gotten me angry. Okay, let's keep going. This is a Democrat. I have passed up I have been passed up for several promotions for applicate for applicants who were less qualified but met the race and gender preference criteria, also known as not a white male. Ooh, you can't say that. You can't say that in today's culture. You can't wait a minute. Did he, did he say that he actually saw reality? <gasps> I think someone should definitely go and call um, an overweight uh, lesbian woman and he should they should come and tell him that he is wrong and he needs some sensitivity training. I think this man needs sensitivity training because that is so offensive. How dare you, sir? How I, I, I need to get that Greta Thunberg thing where it's like, how dare you? All right, what, what else he got? It says, it is not a good time to be one. I'm assuming by that he means a white male. I cannot imagine what a young man who hasn't established himself yet is going through. Heh, well, welcome to the club. That would be me. Let me let me be clear. Okay. He says, I do not, in capital letters, do not advocate for any of these idiots, in his words, when they commit acts of violence. Well, I would agree with him. I do not justify those either. I just understand the anger. They feel that society rejects them and that they have no use, purpose, or reason to exist. Ooh, man. He ain't holding back. What else he got? Add in some mental health issues and it's a recipe for disaster. Men do not know how to deal with their emotions. White men in particular cannot handle situations where they feel helpless for very long. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't see what being white has to do with that, but okay. Uh, if these situations are real or imagined, they have very real feelings that society has backed them into a corner. Uh, a man named Jason from Florida. All right. See, and there are multiple stories here. This isn't just, this isn't just Reddit posts, people. This is real people from all over the country that have stories like this. That guy was a Democrat, and I could clearly tell he was a Democrat by reading his jargon, by talking, even though he still has the the programming of a Democrat, of, of white people are no good, minorities are superior, he still understands that this, that's why if you look at politics recently, that is exactly why people are so up in arms about the Supreme Court decision because they think it's a step backwards. No, my friends, it's a step forward. And I'll tell you why. Because when you have no quality, when there there's no equality, equality is impossible. Let me, re let me repeat that in case you missed it. If you, cannot ha if you do not have quality across the board, you cannot have true equality. 
if you do not have the same bar for anybody, regardless of their racial background, you cannot have a society that is actually equal. It is a society that is equal on the surface, and everybody knows underneath that it's actually not. And that makes it even worse than it was before. Because then you have people who see what's directly in front of their eyes, and then they're told not to see it by the diversity trainers, by sensitivity trainers, by their bosses, by the media, by the people in politics. And so they're so like that drives them insane because they see with their eyes, but they're like, who do you believe? Me or your eyes? Who do you believe? And then that drives them insane. I understand why. I'm not justifying the actions taken, but what I'm saying is this. You need to understand that they bring up the white men, but there's that's not just white men. It's men in general. I've heard black content creators talk about how they feel disenfranchised compared to the black woman who gets a lot more opportunities and is glorified versus them who are more demonized. I could see that. Well, I'm not black. I have my eyes and I can see what they're talking about because I see it on my own college campus. I see it. I have eyes and I can see society. Can you? I sure hope so. But here's what it comes down to. People want to know who's responsible, who's to blame. Well, that's a complicated question. Because it's really easy to just pick one group and blame them and we can move on with our day. And actually, if you really wanted to, you could really blame uh, the people in the media for pushing it over and over and over again. You could blame the fact that it gets unfair coverage. You could blame the fact that feminism, you could blame feminism. You could blame um, progressive politi policies. You could blame uh, the lack of men. You could blame the fact that there are more and more women voters. And so the politicians are going to more cater to the women because there's more of them because I have the majority vote. You could talk about any kind of things. Now, Now, in the speech I played at the very beginning of the show when we opened, I really want to drive home the fact that I did not, I can't play the entire clip by Jordan Peterson because I wouldn't want to steal his intellectual property or anything like that. But what I will say is this, earlier on in that, earlier on in that video, he talked about how men, when they, f men, it's not natural for a man to be one to be a high achiever because it takes almost this insane level of drive to become someone's hyper successful hyper at the very top of their field it's not easy it's very hard and it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of sacrifice and someone who does that is not completely sane which my friends if you look at society you don't want to be normal because when you're normal you achieve normal outcomes and the normal outcome kind of uh is subpar at best underachieving at best underachieving at worst i mean my friends if you want if you really want to understand something i want you to understand this before you if you retain nothing else from the show today if you are a man i want you to understand that i understand your struggle i understand your desire to achieve 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 and have it all because that's the human condition and if you really want to no i want you to never let anybody shame you for that because it's something that is very primal and it's something that will help drive you to greater heights and if do not let anybody get in your way of that but you need to understand that sacrifice is paired with success if you want to achieve the higher success you go the more you have to sacrifice 
there's a direct correlation, and anybody who tries to take away that correlation is lying to you. And if you're a married guy listening to the show, you have someone else depending on you. You have someone else who depends on you for a home, for food, for love, and everything else. And so you have to put their needs before yours because that's what you signed up for. And so your path is going to be different than the single man. And that's okay. Everybody's path is different by default. But when it comes down to it, men are dropping out of society because they do not feel as if they have any value or stake in the society to which they're supposed to contribute to. Let me ask you something. Does it make sense to contribute to a place that doesn't value you? That tells you you're expendable and that you have no value to other than what you can give? Does that make sense? I don't think it does. But then the next question is, well, what do you do instead? You need to build your own own corner, your own corner of reality. You need to build up yourself and you need to be able to... Let me tell you something. Society pushes this idea and religion does as well of man has this innate desire to give and how good of a man you are is determined almost directly with what you give to others not for what you do for yourself but if you compare a, a person to a well a well only has value when it can provide water but that well always has water flowing into it from beneath the earth do you have water flowing into you do you have other people pouring into your life? You, you the young guy listening to the show. Do you have someone pouring into your life? Do you have? Do you pour into your own life, or are you always just dishing, dishing, giving, 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 and you're never getting anything in return? You're never asking for anything in return. You're never having other people pour into you, the same way that you pour into other people. Because then, if you don't, it's not sustainable. And you will eventually burn out and you will harbor resentment. And that is never a good place to be. You should never harbor resentment. Because if you blame other people, that is a sign of weakness. Weak people blame others. Strong people take responsibility for themselves. And if you want to be strong, you need to start taking responsibility for the things in your life that go wrong. The things that don't pan out. The things that did not reach the fruition that you wanted. Stop blaming other people and start taking responsibility. Weak people blame others. Strong people take re responsibility for themselves. And I think it's too easy for us as men to blame other people for why we feel disenfranchised, why we feel this and we feel that. And a lot of those reasons are very justified, by the way. But the more you feel as if you... Everything evolves around you. And the more you feel as if nothing, you have no power over your own life because society has it out for you. Don't, do not have that mindset unless it propels you to go farther. Do not have this mentality of a victim. You are not a victim. You are a victor. Let me, let me repeat that in case you missed it. You are a victim. You are not a victim. You are a victor. Do not have the victim mentality like most people do in Western societies today. Because when you do, you will be exactly like them and achieve nothing, go nowhere, and whine about it afterwards. Do not be that person. Do not be a loser. I don't want you to be a loser. You shouldn't be a loser. You have more in you 
than you believe that you do. And I want you to be brave and I want you to go out there and throw that victim mentality in the trash and pick up and pick up the helm of victory, march forward and conquer in, conquer in your own life. You can blame whoever you want, but take responsibility for the fact that you have not become the man that you want to become. And you need to take responsibility for that. Because the more you don't do that, the more you will never take a step forward in your life. And you will always be treading water, blaming other people, blaming other people and being unhappy. What do you have to say about that? I know you're probably upset. I know you're probably like, oh, I thought he was going to get up here. He was going to bash women or he was going to bash society. Look, everybody has their own piece of the pie they need to take account. They need to take credit for. They need to take responsibility for. But let me tell you something right now. If you do not take your piece of the pie, you will not have a single stake in anything. You will always be a victim and the state will control you and you will go nowhere. You'll be on the fast track to nowhere. You need to take responsibility for why your life isn't where the way isn't where you want it to be. And as soon as you do that, you will regain control of your life and you will feel more powerful than you have felt in your entire life. Be brave. Do not be a pushover. It's too easy to blame others. When's the last time you told someone told you to take responsibility, whether it was ten percent or hundred percent of the situation? Answer probably never. So I'm telling it to you right now. Whether it's you're unsatisfied in your job, unsatisfied in your marriage, unsatisfied in uh, your friend life, you're unsatisfied in your spiritual life, whatever it is, take responsibility for the fact that you are where you are and you know how to improve it. Because as soon as you take responsibility, you can then find a solution. My friends, I think I made my point. So I'm going to move on. But if you have anything, any thoughts you want to share, you can leave it in uh, out my Twitter at SheepKishired, or you can go on to the comment section of the video you're watching, whether it's on YouTube or on Rumble. But my friends, I want to leave you with this. You are not alone. There are more of us than you think, and there are more people out there that feel down. They feel like they have no stake. They feel alone. No one is truly alone. That's just everybody feels equally alone. That means nobody's actually alone. It just means that it's another trick. If you need to share with somebody, share it with somebody. But take responsibility for your own actions and your feelings. Because your feelings are your own. And no one can influence them unless you allow them to do so. God bless you, my friends. God bless your families. God bless America. We're out of here. Peace.